0: Hi, I'm Judy Carter with Jason Medberry, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself make a living doing what you love. And thank you for our listeners, Jason. We're getting so many wonderful reviews. Thank you for the five stars,
1: everybody. And also thanks for those who came out to the comedy workshop as well, because that that went swimmingly and stunningly, as I've heard. Oh, we had... um, My
0: new book just came out, Mm. The New Comedy Bible. And um, we got... Also, thank you for everybody who put a review on Amazon. You know, it's so weird uh, sitting here with you, Jason, doing this podcast in my office. And uh, I don't know. Is this... You know, we're just talking from our heart mm-hmm. and helping people ha- um, give advice on how to live a purposeful life because that's what most people say. I don't know. I've lost my purpose. I'm mm-hmm. depressed. I I don't know where I fit in. I've always had a dream of being a writer, being a performer, being a stand-up comic, being an actor, whatever you know, mm-hmm. creative type you are, and mm-hmm. I'm not living it. And we've gotten so many responses. Thank you for the reviews yes. you write on um, iTunes and on G Play because uh, it's we, it's feedback we need to hear because yeah. we have huge <laughs> egos. Exactly,
1: massive. We can barely we fit in the wild? recording space. Yes.
0: When you tell us uh, when you tell us that we've helped you find your purpose in life, it helps me feel like okay, I'm on purpose then, yep. right? Because we're we're giving it
1: away free, yep, right? Do we, have, do we have
0: any sponsors?
1: Not for this podcast, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are we getting paid?
1: I don't know. No, not, not so much. Not so much.
0: <laughs> We're doing it for you. Yeah. Right? We're mm-hmm. doing it. I'm doing it because I'm in the third act of my life and I'm giving it all away.
1: Mm.
0: Right? I'm giving it all away because that's what it takes to make me feel on purpose mm-hmm. and, and helping you make a living and Today, Jason, you want to talk about the creative process, right? Yeah. So
1: so one of the things we, we talked about, uh, you know, before we started recording was at the uh, workshop you had and things like that. You had a lot of people who were kind of nervous to get started on things because they didn't know, well, I don't know how the whole thing's going to look. Or I don't know what the ending is going to look like. Or I don't know how, you know, uh, I haven't got all these pieces figured out. But as soon as I do, I'll get started on this and that. And, uh, and it was... We, you hear that a lot for a lot of creatives, especially people who haven't really started anything yet or are are ready to get started, but they just don't know how to take that first step. So we wanted to take uh, this episode and literally talk about process and the importance of process and also not limiting yourself because you don't know how the whole thing is going to look.
0: Here's the secret. Okay. Okay. The secret to being really, really successful at uh any type of creation Mm -hmm. any type of creative work of which is taking you know going from nothing to something Mm -hmm. and here's the secret ready drum roll allow yourself to suck
1: yes yes now it's funny because if you've listened to previous podcasts you know that i am a very like scheduled figured out kind of thing and i do follow the principle of beginning with the end in mind But you have to remember, it's with the end in mind, not with the end completely and totally figured out exactly how it's going to be. You know, there's a big difference between going, this is what I would like this to end up like. Let's go find out how it's going to be versus it has to be this. And if it's not that, then I don't know what, we're. then I don't want to do it or I can't figure it out or I'm not going to start.
0: Can you be okay with nothingness?
1: Yes. Can you be okay with nothingness? And... Uh, are you willing to risk work that may go nowhere?
0: Yes. I learned, you know, this aspect of nothingness um, with, um, it was a group called Landmark Education. Mm -hmm. It's it's still around. very Um, familiar with Landmark. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's a great, all this stuff is is great. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really helped me um, in, have you ever had a, conversation that you needed to have with someone but it's going to be awful because you're really angry with them Mm -hmm. and you really want to tell them but they're going to get upset they're going to argue it's going to go nowhere so I'm just going to cut off that relational I'm not going to make that call Mm -hmm. or you have a negotiation um, and you might be rejected and so you plan how you're going to say it how you're going to present it but then you know you just don't make that call yeah and Um, Advice that they gave, which I think is really um, powerful going into any kind of creative endeavor or something difficult that you have to do, Mm -hmm. is this notion of nothingness. Mm. Is to go in and let it unfold and be present. Yes. And it's really amazing because a lot of times what we want to do is this control So we want to have the script Mm pre-written of how the other person's going to respond, how things are going to go, what's going to happen. And what we do is we're cutting ourselves off from possibility of what they're going to say. And it's, it's just like people who are really suck at improv mm. that they go, all right, I have to do this scene, and this guy's my father, so I'm going to go in pretending you make a list and all this stuff, and he'll probably say this. And so you have an agenda. Yes. And you're not going to be present in the scene, and you're not going to give room for the other person to express themselves, and it's not going to work. So a lot of people, that's why improv is so sensational, whether you're a writer, a stand-up comic, whatever you do, improv is fantastic Mm -hmm. because it teaches you, you have to know all the rules and how to do things, but then you enter with nothing,
1: Mm.
0: leaving yourself open to possibility,
1: yeah, you can play in the sandbox. I love that word agenda because creative agenda just doesn't work. No. Like even as a phrase, it doesn't work right. So if you go in and say, "Well, I'm going to say this, and then they're going to say that, and then there'll be thing, and then it'll work out perfect," and blah blah blah, blah. it's going to blow up in your face, and you're going to hate the process. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, especially when you're dealing with something difficult, is being able to nothing also allows you to listen and it also allows you to allow things to come in. You know, we've talked before about, you know, I'm a big believer in like the vibration and energy and all that, all that woo woo stuff. I, I believe it all. And, um, and one of the biggest things I've learned from that is if you go in with that agenda you are closing yourself off from potentially very creative things coming in and making that idea that you originally had even better., uh, you know, and this works whether you're working in collaboration or by yourself. If you can be comfortable in the "I am going to step into the unknown and receive whatever comes in, you know, with me with within reason that doesn't cause bodily harm or something like that. But creatively, I'm going to be open, you're going to make much better work. And more importantly, you're going to enjoy it a lot more. Because, you know, there's things in creativity that suck that the process sucks, there's things that you're not going to like. But the things that you do like, you have to keep yourself open enough. So things can come in and actually affect what you're working on
0: yes i love i love what you said because i think in terms of creativity as let's say you're writing you go well it's really hard to write because i'm alone Mm -hmm. right um but when we talk about improv we're talking about well there's another person in the scene Mm -hmm. right and so you are leaving yourself open to the possibilities of Letting them be who they are and going, yes, and. Mm. And you add. So it's a conversation. Mm. So you can never go into any conversation with anything other than maybe uh, an intent. Yes. But not a script. Mm -hmm. Because there's another person there. Yeah. So perhaps when we are creative, there is another person there. And let's call it your higher power, Mm -hmm. your muse, um, it's uh, something deeper within yourself that you are reacting to have you ever jason written something and all of a sudden something else took over and you ended up with something that you can't even believe you wrote because it was maybe beyond what you knew mm-hmm. beyond your talent beyond it was better than you and it where did this idea come from? But you maybe put it out online and people go, oh, this is brilliant. This is amazing. So what is that other thing?
1: Mm. And it's interesting because yes to all of those things. And I'll give you a great example of what you're just talking about. So uh, uh, I used to have a writing team, uh, you know, working with other writers, uh, writing screenplays and things like that. And We had written a couple things, things that we enjoyed thematically, you know, stuff that, you know, we stuff we would want to see, you know. And uh, but we were struggling a little bit in our process. Our process was a little bit, you know, guys, you know, we struggle a bit and some nights were good writing nights and other nights were terrible writing nights. It was just another day. So we decided, okay what if we tried a completely different process, a way different sort of open-ended process of uh, what we ended up calling the pass around script. So I'm going to write a little bit, then I'm going to pass it to the next guy. He's going to write and he's going to pass it to the next guy. He's going to write and pass it to the next guy. We ended up doing, uh, we'll set up some guide drawings, you know, we'll, you know, like you said, you will kind of set up the sandbox. We know what the rules are of where we want to go, but The process is going to be something like, we're not going to check in with each person to see, oh, does this work with you? Does this work? No. One guy writes, next guy goes, next guy goes. We had more fun writing scripts that way because I would just, I would have to just open up and be like, hey, whatever I get, whatever shows up in my my inbox from the next, you know, from the guy before me, I have to work with that. And then whoever, and we started messing with each other. Like we'd set up these incredibly intense scenes and then just drop it and be like, your turn. And they be like, oh, I got to figure out how to get them out of this burning room or I have to do that. We had so much fun. And then ultimately the script that we sold and got made, we made using that process.
0: So you are surrendering exactly. to the moment, to the moment. So, um, so here's what happened um, along those lines, when I did, um, I had, um, my book came out, the new comedy Bible mm. and it has a lot of exercises in it. Yeah. And so I asked them to, I put people on the spot, right. And, um, it was a list of three exercise. And, um, I said, I'm going to give you the setup and you give me the funny part. Now you'd all, f- you know, imagine that the punchlines are hard to come up with. Punchlines yeah. are hard to come up. That's not true. Because judging by the results, okay, there are three things that can survive a nuclear holocaust. You know, cockroaches, um, venereal disease, and and then you have yeah. to have a jump. Like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, the small world song from Disney. Yes. <laughs> Never will end. All right. Or whatever you want to mm. uh, put in there. Well, they all did it. I pointed people just to say something. and And it was all super funny.
1: Yeah. Spontaneous, Spontaneous, open, open,
0: funny. Okay. And so I gave them the setup. Next thing I did was, okay, I'm just going to give you like, we're going to joke about ourselves. And let's say your job is a dentist or whatever. Now we're going to um, write a setup. Here's how you do it and next thing you know they came all and then they had about like 15 people line up on stage and i said now you have to start using attitude you know hard weird scary stupid right Mm -hmm. not one of them would do that they all and they were not funny one after next okay can you start with hard weird scary stupid um and they go so the other day i was walking (laughs) Mm -hmm. no no and none of that was funny so i gave them the actual formula of how to write a setup Mm -hmm. So, but none of them could do it, Mm. okay? Um, Because here's the thing. Once, you have to start with some kind of structure. Mm. So when you're you know, a lot of people are like, I'm just going to throw a lot of paint on the wall and that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's just fine. But then you have to know some kind of structure. You have to build the playpen and then you jump in and you play with it. Yes. So I asked everybody there then, can you, you know, how many of you want a Netflix special? How many of you want this? How many of you want, you know, to get paid to comedy? Oh, my God, they're all raising their hands. Yeah. How many are willing to, to do go to a 30-day challenge with me? So on our Facebook, the Comedy Bible Facebook group, we have a comedy challenge out, 30 days of writing, mm-hmm. 30 days of your morning pages. Mm-hmm. First day, everybody's doing it. Second day, no, I can't think of anything to write.
1: Oh. Third
0: day, now that people have dropped off. Yeah. So the thing is, a blank page. I said, can you write, just write, and have it suck? Mm. Right? Can you just have it suck? So what we're talking about here is, number one, nothingness. Yeah. Can you be in nothingness? Mm-hmm. Two, can you write and have it suck? Mm-hmm. And three, can you surrender to this process? Mm. Just surrender it. Because I think those are the three elements we're talking about here. Yeah. Open yourself up to nothingness is okay. Mm. Right? Because nothing's going to... Jokes like if you're a comic, they're not going to come out of you fully formed like you're you know, a cult. Get up and walk. Yeah. It's going to be a gruesome process. It's gonna be like maybe a pinch of an idea. It's going to be maybe there's nothing today. Mm -hmm. But you're going to find that when you get into the discipline and surrender to the process of everyday writing sucky stuff, Something is going to happen. Yeah. Something magical
1: will happen. Absolutely. And one of the best ways, especially in comedy, is go and see people who are workshopping things. Go like uh, the documentary about Eddie Izzard, the uh, Believe, where they follow him for months and months as he is preparing the stuff and his first couple shows are terrible there's not a lot of like he's surrounded by fans so people are giving him the benefit of the doubt but he doesn't have punch lines he has premises that kind of go nowhere there's things that they because of his dyslexia and things like that he can't just sit and write things out he has to get up on stage and just try and just try and try and try and then listen and hear feedback and see how he's feeling and it is a such a dirty process. It's not this, you're going to sit down, I'm going to write a premise, then I'll write a punchline, and it'll be perfect, and now I move on to the next right. joke. And it, it is not like that at all. It's super messy and super just like, and you got to be completely open to thinking you've got something going and then hitting a the brick wall yes. and going, well, let's toss it all out and start and over. And a
0: lot of people who are amateurs and don't understand the creative process Mm -hmm. think that if something doesn't happen that comes out of them right away that's good they stop yeah and this and and the fact that the, the 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 you know the sad part about that is that they stop the sad part isn't that what they wrote is crap the sad part is that they stop. Mm-hmm. You know, I just had to write a speech. I was hired to write a speech. He wanted to be super funny and inspiring for his uh group, mm-hmm. right? Their national sales conference. And he's the uh VP. And so he's he hires me and he's paid me a lot of money mm-hmm. to write his speech. And I had to I have to every time I do this, I have to write him the read him the It act. I said, uh, you're not a creative type, are you, right? Mm-hmm. No, he's this, that. So l- I have to explain something to you. I promise you, you will have a qu- uh, a product, you will have a speech, it'll be fantastic, don't kill. Mm-hmm. The first month of me writing it is going to be a mess. Yeah. And you're going to wonder, why did I hire this girl? This is really horrible. Mm-hmm. This is not working. This is bad. Yes. And I say, if you want a mediocre speech, I could get it, Really good, right at the beginning, but it's going to be mediocre. Mm-hmm. If you really want me to dive in and explore different things and throw a lot of things in the wall um, and and get that's where I get ideas off, it's going to be a mess. And are you willing to do that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you willing to do that? Yeah. And he said yes. And every time he got anxious, go well, this isn't working. This is horrible. I go, I told you it's going to be a mess. Yep. And the uh, end of the story, he delivered it. People said, oh, my God, you are brilliant. This is the best thing. This was so funny. I've never seen you so funny. Mm-hmm. And he just called me and said, oh, my God. I Thank you. I killed. You were right. And so civilians do not understand the creative process, that it's going to be a
1: mess, until it's a success exactly and another point that you just talked we talked about you know you know the nothingness the willing to fail the willing to suck The other thing is patience. You have to have some damn patience, you know, because I I, I think I've talked about this quote before is uh, there's a old football coach who talked about how there are no extraordinary people. There's just ordinary people who do normal things a lot faster than other people. So they look extraordinary. So uh, I just watched the, uh, uh, don't fuck this up. The, uh, Kevin Hart documentary series that just came out on Netflix and I was talking with it uh, about it with my business partner who actually recommended it to me and he's like I don't know how he does it I don't know how Kevin Hart can just be working and then he has to go into a radio show and he just switches it on and he can just tell jokes and he's super funny and then he can go and do a business I don't know how he just how he just turns up. and I was like well that's from thousands of hours of practice of sucking you know that's that's what it's from you know so a lot of people get confused or 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 they misrepresent themselves because they go oh well you know joe rogan can come up with a joke like that he can jump on the air and not know what he's talking about and be hilarious so and so could be on this podcast or on this interview oh, and be hilarious yeah. and it's like because they did thousands of hours of sucking and they and they were patient with it they didn't stop and they had so many days where nothing funny came out of them. Right. Where, I mean, to where you would be like, is this guy actually gets paid to do comedy? This guy sucks, you know? And and, uh, (laughs) I had a friend who had dinner once with uh, Seth MacFarlane from uh, Family Guy and American Dad, and they met him and he was, I guess, dating another one of their friends. And he said... After, like, they didn't know who he was. He was just at the table with their group of friends, and they were like, "This is one of the most unfunny people I've ever met in my life." <laughs> you know, because he just wasn't on at that. You know, he was that wasn't the point at that thing. But thousands of hours, tons of time. You know, don't think. And I people miss. You know, misinterpret that that they think, well, if they can do it, it it's, I should be able to just sit down and it should just come flowing out of me. And it's like, no, no. you have to have lots of time. And lots of, you know, failures. Not
0: inspiration, yeah. perspiration. We have yeah, exactly. a lot of bumper st- stickers yeah. here. So summing up, you mm. know, is if you want to have really have something happen in your life, experience nothing yeah be okay experience nothing mm-hmm. surrender to the process yes and write every single day just 10 minutes just can yep. you do that just 10 minutes
1: especially if it sucks especially allow if it yourself
0: sucks. to suck yeah have patience yes and whatever it is you're doing learn the rules If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com, where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.